Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my built to beat you friend? And we're going to do like a short little spicy episode all about getting to that next level when you have these dreams and you have these goals that you're working on, but maybe things aren't going as planned. Maybe you're meeting some resistance or some uncertainty or some self-doubt. And I'm here to normalize those feelings because when you put yourself in a position to be exposed to, let's insert air quotes, failures, successes, um, achievements, accolades, growth, the stretchy feeling, it gets really uncomfortable. And I actually am recording this in real time post 17 mile run. I am in the middle of training for the Houston Marathon right now. And I am stretching and expanding my capacity physically and mentally in a lot of different ways this training cycle, specifically because I am chasing after a goal that seems really far out of reach. Like numerically, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And like, if you're a runner, you'll get it. So I, my previous marathon PR back in Chicago marathon, 2021 was a 356 and breaking that sub four hour mark was like a huge milestone for me. I ran my first marathon in this is so funny. Okay, wait, hold on. I ran my first marathon in Chicago 2016 and I was really just curious like what what I ran my first marathon in. I had no training, I had no knowledge about running, like I was just quite literally a baby. So I was looking at my results and I ran, uh, I don't even remember exactly what it was. It was around like the 5.30 mark. So when you look at where you started versus where you're at now, like give yourself credit where credit is due, first of all. And second of all, we'll dive into that more in just a second. But I ran my first marathon in the 19 and under age group. Oh my God, I was a baby. <laughs> what? My prefrontal cortex wasn't even fully developed yet. Like who let me run a marathon at the age of 19? Um, But anyways, I think a lot of times you specifically, the woman who's listening, as you are sitting here and you're thinking about the achievements that you had in your life and where you're headed to next, maybe you're feeling a little bit defeated or discouraged or the path to get there hasn't happened as fast as you would like. And guess what? Like tough shit. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like you're not always going to get to that next destination or that next step as fast as you want. And sometimes patience is the most beautiful thing that you can give yourself in a season when you are working towards something because that patience is always going to win patience with yourself, patience in the process, patience with, you know, just the changes and the adaptations and the stretching that you're going through. And so I was on my 17 mile run today and I was, I had some marathon pace work in there that I am working on incorporating into my training with the help of my coach. Um, to help me feel race day ready to tackle this big, big goal. It feels really big of running a 340 marathon. 
And so numerically, like that's like a 16 minute jump, which if you're in the running world at all, that's like a pretty solid amount. Like that's more than, (laughs) that's pretty close to a minute faster per mile. And so I know that this goal in itself is going to take that next level version of me, that next level version of me that's more committed now than she ever has been to not only just being on the run, but also recovery, sleep, nutrition, the 1% of work that a lot of athletes forget to do. And so, you know, maybe your, maybe your big goal that you're working on right now isn't a finish line. It's not a marathon. It's not a race, but it's something else. Maybe it's launching a podcast. Maybe it's just learning, learning to know yourself better. Maybe it is a career pivot. Maybe it is starting a side hustle or starting your own business. Maybe it's something that's not related to any of those things, but it's unique to you. What matters is this goal feels exciting to you. It feels like it's out of reach And it feels like it's going to require that next level version of you. And that's where the magic happens, where the stretchiness and the growth happens. And here's what I know about working towards that next level. You're going to meet resistance. It's inevitable. Life is going to test you. It is going to knock you down. It's going to require you to, you know, redirect yourself, redirect your energy, redirect your actions. And that's just inevitable. That is what happens when you're putting yourself in a position where you're subjecting yourself to new territory, where you're subjecting yourself to attempting to achieve something that you've never done before. And here's what I know about resistance is that when you meet it, that doesn't mean that you stop. That doesn't mean that you turn around and you run the other way. That means you look at the resistance and say, what is this trying to tell me? What can I learn by leaning into this resistance? Maybe the resistance comes in the form of self-doubt and, you know, that inner chatter of like, do you really think you have what it takes? Like, who do you think you are? Or maybe this resistance looks like physical resistance. Maybe it's like your body who's like, please chill out, slow down, rest. Please quit operating at this level that I cannot maintain. Maybe it is financial resistance. Maybe you're running out of the financial resources that you need. And so it's requiring you to step back and get creative. Maybe it is physical resistance in your body where like your body just can't keep pushing to reach that pace or that mileage or that PR in the gym. And when this resistance is met, it's taking a step back and asking yourself, what am I supposed to learn here? What is this teaching me so I can redirect and move forward in a different way. For example, I was on my 17 mile run today and I have been dabbling with my intro on nutrition. And for whatever godforsaken reason, <laughs> my electrolytes spilled everywhere in the first two miles. I like go to grab my uh, gel out of my pocket and it's just like soaking wet. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I pull out my bottle and it's half empty half empty and two miles into my run. I still have 15 miles to run. And I'm like, oh Lord, help me. Like, what am I going to do? And then, so I looked at my route and I was like, okay, I know there's a gas station around this time and I know I'll be out of water around this time. So I will just stop there. So it's like that resistance, I could have stopped dead in my tracks and thrown my hands in the air and been like, F this, I'm done. I'm going home. The universe doesn't want me to, you know, do this run. But instead I said, I'm going to get creative. I'm going to ask myself, how can I be resourceful here? So Maybe that resistance is requiring you to get resourceful on 
you know, how, how can you tend to your body a little bit better? How can you really honor what it is that your body needs? How can you get resourceful in terms of like, you know, the actual tangible things? Like maybe it is finances. How can you create an extra stream of income for yourself? Or how can you create more money or attract more money? How, what, um, you know, who do you need to connect with or network with? It's going to have the tools and resources to help you get to that next level. You know, is it something as simple as resourcefulness looks like just slowing down? And I don't want you to get confused you know, the slowing down doesn't mean that you're a failure. And I think another part of this that's really, really integral is redefining success. What are you making success mean about you as a person? And what does success actually feel like? Notice how I didn't say what does success look like? Because a lot of times we think that success is an achievement or an accolade or a finish line, but it's actually not that at all. It's the feeling of the person that you become when you come out on the other side, a change woman. And I'm always here to share like vulnerable personal stories with you. I, when I started planting the seed of virtual nurse career day and building out virtual nurse career day and, you know, just bringing on the panelists and all of the people who are going to be helping me facilitate the day and making it possible. I shared with them out loud. My goal was to have 50 people at this event. And I knew, I knew that was a bold fucking statement. I have never hosted anything like this before. I am new to entrepreneurship. <laughs> like who the fuck do you think you are, Meg? Like you really think you're going to get 50 people here? That's what my ego was saying, right? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to claim it because I know this goal is big enough to stretch me. I know this goal is going to require me to be a different person than I am right now with a different work ethic and a different approach to marketing, to connections, to inviting, to facilitating, to all the things. And that's the thing about big, scary goals is that they're going to require a different version of you than the person you are as you are currently listening to this. And the beauty of that is, is it gives you the chance to grow and evolve to the woman that you were always meant to become, but you haven't yet got to taste her or feel her or see her because you're not her quite yet. And full transparency, I did not have 50 people sign up for virtual nurse career day, but you know what I did have? a really fucking impactful event. And as we were getting closer to the event, like my ego and my inner critic was like, you're letting all these facilitators down. Like you didn't have 50 people sign up. Like you said you wanted, like, who do you think you are? Like you're a failure. And so it's asking yourself, like, what am I making this mean about me? What am I making this mean about myself and my capabilities and my abilities? And I really had to sit with that. And I was like, listen, Mick, you might not have had 50 people show up or 50 people sign up, but you know what you did do? You hosted and facilitated an incredible life-changing event for nurses. And, you know, so don't, don't downplay yourself. Don't let yourself take the easy road out because it's the path of least resistance. Lean into that resistance. And again, ask yourself, like, what is this teaching me? What is this showing me? What is this going to require of me? And I truly do think that the magic happens when we're knocked down, when things don't turn out the way that we planned, when the runs and the wheels fall off and the events don't get sold out and all of the things. Because what it teaches us is to be a human, to embrace the full human experience, the whole spectrum of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the in-between. Because without the contrast of emotions and highs and lows, 
What's life for, right? So I just want to use this episode as a reminder that it's okay if the path that you're on doesn't look like what you had originally thought that it would. It's okay if your goal that you're working towards feels really far out of reach. But here's what's not okay. Telling yourself that you don't have what it takes. Counting yourself out before you even started. Not allowing yourself to sit in the discomfort of the stretch. Because the stretchy, the discomfort, that's where the magic happens. And you know, girl, you know, I am always here rooting for you as loud as I possibly can. So if you don't have the belief in yourself yet, borrow a little bit of mixed belief. Borrow a little bit of belief from me. You have what it takes. They are doing so much better than you give yourself credit for. That success can be redefined at any given moment, however the hell you want to do that. So, my friend, use this as your catalyst into the momentum to keep moving forward. And know that I'm always here for you. Slide into my DMs at Michaela underscore underscore. Let me know. Let me know how you need support. Let me know what you're vibing with. And while we're on this note, can we talk about Built to Be You for a second? Can we talk about this community and how much I love this podcast? And I hope if you're still here listening at the end of this episode, chances are you love it too. And it would mean the world to me if you could scroll down, if you're listening on an Apple podcast, you could scroll down and go leave a five-star review and a, or a five-star rating and a little review. What did you love about this episode? What do you love about this community? What do you love about the Built to Be You episodes in general? How has it impacted your life? Because I have really, really big, big dreams for this podcast and for this community. And it's not lost on me that I wouldn't get there without you tuning in every single week. So again, If you could, it would mean the absolute world to me for you to leave a rating and review and better yet, take me on social media. Let me know what you vibe with. Let me know what kind of podcast you're loving because that's how this podcast grows organically. And you know, baby, I am all about the authenticity and the organic connections. So until next time, chat soon. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.